3: Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. We're taking a little time off to enjoy family, friends, and overeating. Hope you're having a great week, too. Holy cow, there's so much to talk about. Oh,
0: yeah, we have a lot of great segments for you this weekend. They're, they're leftovers. You like leftovers, right? So we got segments here that we've heated up and put gravy on top of, and maybe, And eh, i taken that metaphor too far. Our exterminator Pest Control
3: Company, North Carolina, is offering homeowners $2,500 to let them turn loose a hundred cockroaches inside their home. They want to test a new technique
0: to control la cucaracha. Why don't they just go to homes that already have them? I I have a hundred cockroaches in my home. I'm sure I have thousands of cockroaches in my home. Oh my, this is a revelation. Thousands, you say? Well, what do they say about if you see cockroaches, you... If you see one, there are a thousand or something like that. I probably I see three a night. Wow, wow! So you would be a
3: yes for them to release a hundred more? Why, why not? <laughs> Let them fight it out for supremacy. <laughs> Ching! Jack gets twenty five hundred dollars. Katie Green,
4: Katie. Hell no! Not down with the cockroaches. Hell, not a chance. Uh, that's burned. That's terms to burn the house down. Cockroaches it's- are gross. Ugh. I'm in a rental, so what am I going to do?
3: You know, that's funny. I I am not that bothered by cockroaches. Ah. I'm
0: not not a fan.
3: You know, I don't keep
0: them as pets or anything. You apparently have never had a pest person shine that special light on the plates in your cupboard and show how they drag their urine across your plates and you can't see it unless you have a special light you shine on there. Have you never had that 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 done for you? You know, I
3: vaguely remember something like maybe I just saw it on TV or something like that, but yeah, that is troubling, I admit it.
0: Yeah, take a plate out. This happened to me at uh, a rental many years ago, but uh, the guy he took the plate out and he shines this light on there and he says, "You see what that is? That streak that's urine." from the cockroaches walking across you. The <laughs> yeah, but the let's night. not be children about
3: this. How do we know cockroach urine is bad for you? Maybe it cures cancer or something. It might be good for <sighs> you. Maybe it's, it's full delicious. of vitamin A. Maybe it's delicious. <laughs> exactly. So I'm thinking I'm still a yes. Just, you know... <laughs> Hey honey, we gotta we gotta you know scrub the plates as we take them out of the cabinet before we put them on the table. Twenty five hundred dollars is is serious money. Now, if it were like uh, we're gonna turn, turn loose a, a thousand ants or something
0: like that, we're gonna bring a big mm. ant hill into your home. Hell no, no. Because ants are more gross to you, or you just don't like. Oh, ants. just you get zillions
3: of them and they swarm and they they, they can huh. swarm over you in the night and eat you. It's <laughs> it's well known. Ants freak me out. Hell, I'd rather have rats. I tell you what, drop off 25 rats at my house. Just
0: don't do ants. Boy, on our farmhouse, when it would rain, we'd have these ant marching lines from there all the way over here, up there, up the wall, out there. Wow. I live with a lot of Uh vermin. (laughs) That has become clear.
4: Katie, any thoughts?
3: You're I'm, making. I'm just oogie baffled faces. By,
4: I'm baffled by you right now. You would rather <laughs> roaches and rats than ants.
3: Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. Because you I think a mob ants.
4: of ants is going to crawl over you in your sleep.
3: It could happen. Yeah, yeah. Logical. I've, I've seen got- some ant infestations that make my skin crawl.
4: Well, I think I told you guys the story. I was in. I was in a convertible in Hawaii. On, on the highway, and all of a sudden, through the back crack where you would open the little compartment to get into the trunk, cockroaches oh, yeah. mm-hmm. started call- crawling oh! out of there. And the car had not come to a complete stop before I had somersaulted over the back of the car out onto the side of the freeway oh. in Kona. It was, I, and I've never recovered from that. I don't, oh. and I can hear the, I can hear the. The clicking, oh, yeah. in oh. a car. <laughs>
3: oh. All right, I'm back to a no. You're yeah, right. That would freak me. Yeah. Out. I, right. I hope everyone's enjoying me. their
4: breakfast. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, Michael, I should have asked for the Dave Matthews Band classic "Ants Marching," but this—the uh, moment has passed. So they're giving people twenty-five hundred
0: dollars to put <laughs> the cockroaches in their home, and then they're going to work on like perfecting ways to get rid of them. Uh,
3: yeah, they've got a method that they, they
0: want to test,
3: mm-hmm. um, but you have to live in your home and allow the company to film in your home for 30 days. Like a reality show. Well, yeah, and just night vision to see what the roaches are up to and oh. whether they're being controlled or not.
0: How do they know it's nighttime? That's what I wonder. So, like, if I, I don't see cockroaches all day long, ever, and then I get up in the middle of the night to get a glass of water. Hey, friend, as he runs across the kitchen floor. They just How do watches know the time of day. I don't know wrist watches. I don't know. <laughs> I know there is an old saying like if you see one and you then you've got blank. Yeah. 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 I see I see a few every night.
3: Uh transition music, Michael. Groovy. I so wish I could play the saxophone. Here we go. We had it's uh, m- awesome. My daughter's old saxophone laying around the house, and I decided, you know, that's my new project. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn cool. to play this thing. And I couldn't even make noise with it.
0: I couldn't even figure out how to blow a note. Well, I'll tell you the great thing as a guy who took up the piano just a couple of years ago. Um, man, if you want to learn to play an instrument, YouTube is the greatest thing ever. It's just the greatest thing ever. There are so many great lessons of any kind. Whatever strategy, it's just its awesome. I'd have loved to have had that when I was a kid. I have stubby fingers, so I've given up before
3: I started on the piano. I think that's a healthy way to look at things.
0: Or anything else, if you want to know how to kick a field goal or shoot a free throw or play the piano or whatever else, YouTube is awesome for that. I would have loved that as a kid dating prospects the last segment. Oh, so you're surly, bald, and you have cockroaches, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies,
3: this is all fiction. This is all a cre- We're brilliant creative minds.
0: All of this is made up. Oh, and a couple of kids. Orderly cue, please. <laughs>
4: Oh,
3: boy. Oh, boy.
1: The <laughs> uh, Armstrong and Getty.
2: What in God's name? It's
4: 100 on the crazy meter.
2: bad.
1: It's Man, that makes my soul bleed. That's insane. It's a little too much talking talk. Unacceptable. The reality is, is... Things are getting weird. And
4: they're getting weird fast.
1: Uh, okay. This is the Armstrong.
5: Oh. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: But anyway, to the weight loss drugs, do you want it, this email first from Anonymous and then you can counter with some of your text? Uh, here's the skinny, she writes. Clever, Ann. Clever. Ozempic and Monjaro are indeed uh, African republics that are troubled with the... Uh, <laughs> Coups and revolutions. Oh, wow. No, sorry. Ozempic and Manjaro are indeed indicated for diabetes, but Wigovi is indicated for both diabetes and weight management. Hence, it's a better option if you're just trying to shed weight. I've been on it since March 1st, and to say that it's been a miracle is an understatement. Wow. I was 153 pounds when I started, and as a 50 year old female.
0: 153. How tall are you? Um, I don't think she's. That's
3: says. not very heavy. Well, she's a girl. And as a 50 year old female, I shed 14 pounds in three weeks. Yes, gyms have a reason to be worried. I used to struggle and exercise my butt off to stay around the 120-pound mark, but Wagovi, I've easily, I mean no effort, maintained a weight of 114 pounds since August. Not wow. to mention the insane 74-point
0: cholesterol drop. What the what? Wow. Um, yeah, you mentioned yesterday the, the, the gyms are worried about this. Gyms d- exploded when we all exploded in size. Right. And before that, there weren't the gyms everywhere when I was a kid. Because everybody was skinny. What are you going to go to the gym for? You worked all day long. You're already skinny. I'm going to go to the gym and exercise some more. Um, People get on these drugs and get skinny again. What are all those gyms going to become?
3: Yeah, not to mention all the weight loss uh, programs out there. Jenny Craig is quaking, quaking in her bed. I know some people complain about side effects, and writes. I have experienced zero. I can only attribute other side effects to improper dosing. Well, maybe. That uh, could be. Maybe. I don't know. You have to start with the lowest dose and maintain the proper dosing schedule. I've also heard that it's a forever drug and that you gain the weight back once you, you're off of it. Well, who cares if it's a forever drug? We take blood pressure and cholesterol pills every day forever, too. A is only once a week, and the injection is painless.
0: Well, injection? Wait a second now. I thought we were taking a pill. No, nah, it's an injection. Who's injecting who? With what? The nurse or a doctor? I don't you know. You gotta go into a nurse? Down and what's at the in- gas station. <laughs> who do you think's injecting it? It's in the eye. That's
4: the worst <laughs> oh, part. shut up, Michael.
0: <laughs> you have to go into the doctor and get a
3: shot once a week? It's like, I'll bet it's like an allergy thing, though. I mean, it's not like going to the doctor. I got allergy shots for years and years. You go say, hey, Jen, how are you doing? Good, good, good. You get jabbed, you make a little small talk, you go home. It's easy. Huh? Anyway, I haven't done it, but that's my guess. Anyway. Can't they make it a pill? It definitely controls cravings, but where I think this med shines is that you can eat what you want. You're just not going to eat a lot of it. It slows digestion. You feel full very quickly. For example, it'll take me three sittings to finish a sandwich. Before, I'd eat a three-scoop ice cream cone. Now I eat three to four teaspoons, and I'm done. Wow. See, that's what I like is just the appetite suppression. I've convinced two of my friends to get on it. They're just as happy... Um, I'd say do it and don't look back. If your doctor says you're not necessarily the best candidate because you're not heavy enough, <clears throat> as was with Lie. the case with me. Lie about something? Gain 20 pounds and go back. <laughs> uh, there are alternative uh, avenues to get it that I would be happy to share. Okay. Only potential hurdle to this drug is supply, lower doses. The starting doses seem to be on back order.
0: What do you suppose the there are other avenues to get this which I could share secret? like menu thing is i don't know exactly you can claim something or other i don't know i got mine covered with
3: prior authorization for insurance basically the doctor makes the case to the insurance why you need this medication and pay zero copay cash price is actually about 1650 bucks per month yeah and that's at costco even with an introductory coupon still around 800 a month um
0: yeah, the the person that one person that texted yesterday was on it said it was eight hundred to a thousand a month, but they are getting it for fifty dollars a month yeah. because they actually need it for blood pressure or something. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's that I, I got that excuse. I don't think most people are gonna pay eight hundred dollars a month to be thinner. Although you might. That's a lot of money. Yeah. But if you're really overweight, that can cost you a lot of money too. Sure.
3: Yeah, medical costs and the rest of it. Yeah, interesting. So, what are the what is the text line saying?
0: Um, well, there's a bunch of different outcomes. I'm kind of interested in though what are the other avenues are. That person needs to email or text back or whatever. What's what? What do you got to say to the doctor to to make it uh, convince them? You're just saying no because
3: I'm transgender. That's it.
4: Just to let you guys know, I've seen these things, and it's a, it's a pen that you can't see the needle and you just put it up to your skin, and you hit a button, and it injects it, and then it pulls the needle back out, so it's not like your typical syringe. Straight out of Star but, Trek. But it's but in it's, the eye? It's right, uh, yeah, right in the eye, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Would you
3: like it in the eye or your genitals? <laughs> Gee, doctor, <laughs> I don't know. It was the only two
1: options.
3: <laughs> <laughs> very odd drug. Innovative. <laughs>
0: There's always a downside. Um, okay. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so I'll go in and I'll say I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a transgender spirit person. First spirit or whatever I'm, that's called. I'm two-spirit. Two-spirit, exactly. And that's the only reason you won't give this to me. Um, I started Wagovi two weeks ago and I'm down six pounds and nothing else. So I'm guessing it's, you know, going pretty well. As opposed to, my cousin took Ozempic for three weeks. She said it shut down her stomach. She was constipated and throwing up. She said she tried to induce the IBS to find relief. She felt like it was killing her. Wow. Which drug was that? That was the Ozempic. That sounds miserable. Are all these drugs similar? Well, I don't know. Or are they, are they, do they work differently? I, I have, have been, been taking... Govi is is
3: okay for weight management according to the CDC or the FDA or the NFL or something. So they're probably somewhat different. But...
0: I have been taking Monjuro. For, that's my favorite name of the month. Monjoro, senor. <laughs> I think I want to be on the manjuro just because I like the name. I've been taking Monjoro for type 2 diabetes for about four months, and I've lost 25 pounds. When I first started taking it, I did have some back-end digestive <laughs> issues. With loose stools and the like. Oh, that's boy. what we assumed you meant by the back end. Dig- yeah, yeah, you could have so stopped. You, so you laid out the delicate, hinted toward it part, right? Then went ahead and filled in the details, right? Which you know, either of those can be left out. Either get to the gross stuff <laughs> immediately and leave out the the you know the the polite talk, or only the right. polite talk, and we'll we'll guess what you meant. It was what? a head fake. But my body has grown accustomed to the medication, and I'm doing great now. At the point of my taking my medication is working great and well since my um, my numbers are great. So uh, yeah, I wonder about that too. If it's a it's a little rough in the beginning, you know, I wouldn't uh, stray too far from uh, mm. certain rooms, but uh, you get used to it. But the the person talking about it, it's a lifetime drug, you have to stay it on your whole life. Well, obviously, they don't have any idea what that does to you, because it hasn't been around long enough. Sure. To have any idea what it's going to do to you if you're on it for a year or 15 years.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: For the first week,
3: you might want to stay close to home, if you understand what I'm saying.
0: Because of the constant diarrhea. <laughs> no. No. One or the other. <laughs> right. Right. There were complications digestively, let's just say, because I constantly asked myself. (laughs) No, no.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, let us know your experience with uh, I'm particularly interested in the Wigovi. Um, I think that's the route I'm going to go.
0: They'll get there even if this isn't it, right? Oh, yeah, I I think so. We can take the safe. That's just a diet. All it needs to be is an appetite suppressant. That's it. Unless, unless, the theory that we, you
3: set a, 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 well, a set point Mm. on your weight. If you get to be 220 pounds, your brain thinks you ought to be 220 pounds. I, I thought that was like accepted science
0: for a while. Now I've heard people expressing oh, some really? doubt. but Boy, It sure makes sense to me. Oh, yeah, sure it does. sure seems like the case. As an animal, yeah. You're losing weight. You're losing weight. Eat more. Uh, uh,
3: metabolize slower. You've got to keep the weight on or you will starve. Was the reality for all of human history till a tenth of a blink of an eye ago. The beast can't possibly adapt as fast as the the world has changed, but,
0: but you started with if that's still true though, you don't think this stuff will work. Well, yeah, I would
3: say you know a certain point in your metabolism is going to slow down so much, you'll just stop. That those yeah those eleven hundred calories you're taking, you'll still gain weight.
0: Yeah, and speaking of eating at uh, Red Robin or wherever I was last night, Red Robin, the calories on the menus. You look at some of those things; it's just this meal, the burger with fries, is 1,800 calories. I mean, what? The, whoever needs to do that. Yeah. Yeah. The salad. I think all the a salad. A lot of the salads are 1,200 calories. Yeah. Ugh. And you look around there and. Oh, boy. Everybody's had a 1,500 calorie salad with a some sort of milkshake for dessert. <laughs> and so, no, scientists have not figured out why we're so fat. <laughs> It's impossible to know. Well, get yourself jagged with the Wigovie. Why not?
3: Right. Of course, you wouldn't want a 1,500-calorie burger. It'd make you sick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just appetite suppressant and you walk around. You mean just take me three sittings to eat a sandwich like that person said? It'd be awesome. Spread a sandwich out throughout the day. Yeah. Save you
1: money, too. Oh, Obviously.
3: Now, broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong
0: and Joe Getty.
3: Armstrong and Getty. Celebrating 25 years of radio
0: excellence.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: First ethnically accurate
1: Jesus goes right here next to Father Mary and Mother Josephine, followed closely by the three genderless wise people on their bird scooters, Tignataro Nataro for some reason, and of
0: course, the little drummer them. Because God forbid we call a boy a boy.
3: You know, <laughs> I, can't, I can't be too specific on this for reasons of propriety and uh, confidentiality, but it is so obvious to me that the vast majority of the gender-bending madness, putting aside just adolescent girls who are terrified by their budding sexuality in an era of of hardcore porn and the rest of it, um, so much of it is, I'm unhappy, I'm screwed up, maybe my parents screwed me up, and I hate myself. And so I want to be someone different. Then you have activists convincing you that, uh, here's uh, here's your problem. You're actually the other sex. I mean, the more I see, the more I'm convinced of that.
0: That's funny. I was having a conversation with somebody who has an 11-year-old daughter and said their 11-year-old daughter had announced she was bi. Now, the fact that 11-year-olds are even having these conversations in the modern world because we weren't as 11-year-olds when I was a kid, but um, since it comes up in school practically every day in some class, you will be talking about it. Anyhow, uh, the 11-year-old said uh, she was bi because her cool popular friends had announced they were bi also. But then when uh, when she was told by parents that that means you would kiss other girls, she's like, oh, no, I don't have any interest in that. I don't want to do that. And she was really bummed that she was just straight. It was like really disappointing. I'm just straight. I'm just like a regular person. Wow. To your point oh, about the- how-
3: how illustrative is that i mean that's that's everything you needed to know right there well said
0: and that something
3: it, it come for the indoctrination of the kids stay for the kids don't know what the hell they're talking about right. and i'm supposed to be taking all this s seriously you people are nuts you are crazy dismantle all dei programs and end the radical gender theory in our schools today Or tear the schools down or turn them into animal shelters or skate parks or whatever you want, but quit indoctrinating kids into sick ideologies.
0: (laughs) Right wing talk host says, tear the schools down and turn them into animal shelters.
3: (laughs) I don't care. Oh, you know, one more note on a, a similar topic. I came across this, and it's uh, apropos nothing, but Thomas Sowell said this. One of the best things about going to Harvard is that for the rest of your life, you're neither intimidated nor impressed by people who went to Harvard.
0: Nah. <laughs> Sowell for the win. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I love that. i got had a few experiences like that in my life, but we uh, <laughs> will get to those now. I'm sorry, the little drummer them. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. The Family Guy, the great Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. So here's your headline: California coffee shop fires employees after they blocked a Jewish customer from using a bathroom. This happened in Oakland, California. Let's listen to the sound first. I don't know how much sense this is is going to make, but it gives you a little NAT sound, as we say in the business, natural sound. And then I'll fill in the blanks.
5: This is a private property. I, I want to, to go, to go to into to the, the restroom. Yeah. I need you
1: to leave. I know Israel loves taking private property and saying it's their own, but we gotta head. You're not going to let me go into mis- the restroom? So I need you to leave. We have another restaurant. No, rest I want terms. to use this one. You're not They're
5: not letting me leave. All you, All you don't- I is a video of of it saying that, and, that Zionism is- Why are you afraid? If you agree
1: with it, why are you afraid that will take a picture of oh, it? Why are you afraid? I'm not afraid of Then why are you not letting me in? Because this is what you're- Yeah,
5: yeah.
4: Free Palestine. We don't want...
0: There
2: you go. Free
3: Palestine. Get out, Jew. Yeah.
2: They
0: don't
3: want her... We love it. They don't want her settler colonial urine in their indigenous toilet or something.
0: Free Palestine. Free Palestine. After issuing an apology on Friday, after the video surfaced showing the employees at this Oakland coffee shop blocking a Jewish woman from a bathroom while making anti-Israel comments, the owners have now fired the employees allegedly involved in the altercation. On Sunday, we fell short of this vision. What began as a civil dialogue between our staff and a Jewish customer escalated into a situation that was shocking and unacceptable. Events like these strike fear in the Jewish community and perpetuate the rise of anti-Semitism in our community and around the world, said the owners of Farley's Coffee Shop. Good for them.
3: Uh, Yeah, that took some real courage there. I salute
0: them for that. Oh, yeah. They're risking vandalism and a boycott and all kinds of stuff. Correct me if I'm wrong,
3: this is your classic old liberals running into young identitarians.
0: That's exactly what's going on, I think. The owners continued by saying that acts of hate would not be tolerated in their business. The video, which was recorded by the customer, showed three employees standing between the customer and the door of the bathroom. According to the video, the customer had previously gone into the bathroom and wanted to re-enter to document the anti-Semitic graffiti in there. The employees allegedly wanted to prevent the woman from recording graffiti in the bathroom, which showed Zionism equals fascism. I've seen the pictures. It had been scrawled Mm -hmm. on the wall, written on the mirror above the sink. And your neutrality apathy is enabling genocide written on a diaper changing station. The employees also accused the woman of misgendering an employee. Oh, my God. These people, I mean, they're pathetic.
3: How do they have any power? How is anybody afraid of them? Well, because they can end your career.
0: I want to go into the bathroom and take a video of the fact that you're calling for genocide. You've still got graffiti in your bathroom. You misgendered someone. You called her him. And that is not cool. That's your response. After allowing the woman in the bathroom, the employees are heard shouting, History didn't start in 1948, lady. Free Palestine. The combination of
3: certainty and ignorance is what makes these people scary. As I've said more than once If a moron caves your head in Your head is caved in
0: I don't know if you saw the guy There at the coffee shop He was a particularly annoying type of person Yeah Just very I know everything and talk in this tone of voice always You're not going in the bathroom History didn't start in 1948 So you're not going into the bathroom To record the fact that we have Graffiti calling for your death
3: Gamma male at best (laughs) <laughs> on the
0: Huxley scale. <laughs> I don't know if there's any need for that. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, then maybe there was a need. Oh,
3: boy. Yeah, the militant youngsters spouting idiotic slogans have been responsible for millions of deaths around the world. It's, it's funny. It's simultaneously hilarious and terrifying. It's, hang on, sim- hilarious and terrifying. It's hilarifying.
0: Now, I don't know these coffee shop owners, so maybe they would have said this no matter what, but I feel like some of the responses you're hearing are, the national conversation went a particular direction. Remember, it went the other direction with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. So, uh, people, you know, leapt the other way in terms of their defense. I think if you're an observer, like these coffee shop owners probably are, of the fact that the... President of Penn had to resign, you realize this isn't good. We don't want to be on the national map as okay with calling for genocide. Right. I think the conversation, you know, I think it matters. I was thinking about this this weekend. Um, you, you've you asked many
3: times, do you think this stuff has peaked? Is it going to continue to gain strength, meaning the uh, the neo-Marxism, the radical theory, the critical race theory, whatever, all the whole thing, which I think I may have become a convert to calling identitarianism okay. um, for reasons I'll get into later. Um, and, and my answer was always, I don't think it will continue because it is intellectually and factually and morally bankrupt. I mean, it's a craze, and it's kind of an attractive philosophy because it oversimplifies the world, and it casts you in the light of the hero, no matter what hateful crap you're spouting. And that's really tempting to people. But again, it doesn't make any sense if you break it down, if you think about it soberly. And in the wake of George Floyd, there was so much emotion in the air. Anybody who had the guts like us to stand up and say, hey rioting is rioting looting is looting no matter who's doing it we can't have lawlessness in the streets by the way these people have announced they're avowed trained marxists does that bother anybody a lot of these statistics are bunk if we defund the police that will be a disaster there weren't that many people willing to say that because of all the uh, the energy on the militant left but I think in this, you know, we've had a number of these things, plus people who've been dragged into the DEI training in their offices are just they have their face rubbed in the fact that this stuff is ugly and racist. And I just think uh, I think, you know, you always say sanity bats last. I think for more and more people, their eyes have been open to reality versus rhetoric. I certainly hope that's the case.
0: How do you think you're going to stand in front of a Jewish person and say they can't go in the bathroom and that that's not going to become a problem for you, even if you believe you're doing the right thing?
3: I, I know that's so idiotic. And, and to think about it logically, if, if that stuff's in your bad, the, the graffiti, you know, silence or whatever equals genocide, um, you know, free Palestine, the rest of it. If you believe all that stuff, let her put it online. I mean, if there's some lefty who wants to quote me as saying the radical left would have been great Nazis, go ahead. Do you need some audio of it? I'll help you get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good point. So you're trying to keep me from documenting what you believe? Okay. Is it that weird
3: thing where, like, like the, the radical angry youngsters, they, they're always wearing masks? Like so nobody knows they're advocating what they're so angrily advocating or is that just revolutionary cosplay?
0: That's what that is, I think. Okay. Um uh, a lot of people in coffee shops take their themselves way too seriously. I just What I is just it about coffee shops? Nice you don't get that, you don't get that in bagel shops. People in bagel shops don't think they know everything the way people in coffee shops do. I don't know what that is.
3: Rarely do you get that sort of attitude at a Jamba Juice, for instance. <laughs> right, exactly. What is it about coffee in particular? It has a beverage that makes people so self-serious.
0: <laughs> History didn't start in 1948. You don't hear that, the gelato show. Oh, that's effing
3: clever, my friend. Oh, check and mate. Oh, good golly, that slogan you learned from some professor has just utterly d- d- defeated me.
0: You win, you win. Hand me my latte and I will walk out of here head hung low. (laughs) Red faced and defeated. (laughs) But caffeinated. Right. Armstrong and Getty.
5: Jack Armstrong and
3: Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh
0: This Jack Smith guy who's a prosecutor in the trial with Trump that really is the only one that's got a chance to derail him or really uh, put him in a bad situation leading up to the presidential election for a variety of reasons we don't need to get into here. But he petitioned the Supreme Court yesterday to decide, and this is a bit of a gamble on his part. He wants this expedited. Hey, Supreme Court, make the decision once and for all. Is Trump immune from prosecution in this stuff or not? Would, he be, would it be double jeopardy because he was already... Impeached on this, so the Supreme Court is going to have to figure this out. And it's possible the Supreme Court says, No, he was uh, he was president at the time, and presidents have a lot of leeway, and we don't prosecute presidents, so no, you can't do this. And then it's over, I guess. Um, but uh, and, Jack, Jack, yeah, okay. Jack Smith's thinking is, Well, if I don't expedite this, it's going to get drug out to where it doesn't matter, we're not going to have a chance to get this trial going. Uh, and get that information out there before the presidential election. Which, if that is his motivation, means... That's a confession, isn't it? Well, he hasn't said that, but... uh,
3: yeah, The reason for this trial is to keep Trump out of the White House.
0: Right. Well, the reason for all the trials, I think, is to keep Trump out of the White House. That's what they're trying to do. And that's not the way the Justice Justice Department is supposed to work, but... No. So, you've got that going on there, and... um, I'm not sure anything new would come to light out of this trial that would shape anybody's opinion headed up to the election anyway. Um, a couple of new state polls came out yesterday. Trump is up five in Georgia. He's up 10 in Michigan. Nobody believes that he's actually up 10. That's a bit of an outlier. But he's up in Michigan, bunch of swing states that he uh, lost Um, last time around, so he's in good shape to win. So, that brings us to this. Should Trump try to push Biden to debate in 2024? Joe Biden doesn't want to debate and has a pretty easy out by saying, you didn't debate anybody. Right?
3: Yeah, if I were a Biden messaging guy, uh, number one, I'd quit. Uh, But if I (laughs) held on to my gig... Maybe they offered me a raise. Uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, we're just going to say, look, I'm not going to dignify this maniac with a debate. He ducked. He didn't debate anybody. Furthermore, let's just compare policies and records.
0: Right. Which are uh, both known quantities, which keeps you off the stage as a really, really old man the uh but so so trump could go around the country like hammering that constantly right joe biden won't debate joe biden won't debate joe biden won't debate we have Mm -hmm. we 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 haven't not had a presidential debate in however many decades it would be and that sort of stuff that'd be pretty powerful i think for a lot of your kind of don't pay that much attention type voters and if trump
3: could restrain himself and put this semi-diplomatically he won't debate me because his mind isn't sharp enough anymore. Right, yeah, that's what... That'd be devastating. That's yeah. the
0: argument you make over and over and over again. Look how... hes He can't even debate. The problem with that is the risk <clears throat> that, that, that goes on there is that Biden does debate and pulls it off. Like, he has pulled off a number of things that have shocked me. And the bar would be so low, right, for good enough, I think, headed into it, because everybody would be <laughs> having... You know, Joe Biden falling over or wandering off the stage or, you know, falling asleep in the middle of a question Mm -hmm. as uh, as like their set point and anything better than that would be a win for him.
3: Yeah, if they can schedule it for one thirty in the afternoon on a Tuesday it might be worth the gamble. Game. They give him a big fat shot in the ass. and you Although the, those, uh, the stimulant drug thing, whatever they give him that, that gets him going and up for certain events, I don't know if that continues to be effective uh, if you give it too much or if it can overcome even increased dementia. I don't know enough about the so, pharmacology of it.
0: So far, it seems to have worked. You give him the Lance Armstrong blood transfusion. You fly him to Italy and have a young man's blood pumped into him and give him whatever those drugs are they gave him before the State of the Union address and and any debate. So what would you do if you're Trump? Do you? Because that's a pretty good angle. Look, he won't even debate. When's the last time a presidential candidate from one of the parties wouldn't debate? Never. Never in your lifetime. He can't debate. That's how bad he is. Or, Or are you risking him saying, okay, I debate you. Pick the day. And he shows up and he does okay.
3: Well, if you, you know, it reminds me of if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. If you if you can't take on Joe Biden in a debate, you shouldn't be president anyway. So don't don't overthink it. So you say, hey, we're going to debate. And then when he shows up, debate him and beat him.
0: So you would you would hammer him on the uh, hammer Biden on the he won't show up for debate thing.
3: Oh, without a doubt.
0: 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
3: the, The risk there is quite low. And again, if you can't overcome that risk, you suck.
0: Yeah, that's a decent point.
3: Play clip thirty-one, Michael. This is uh, Vegas. I'm sorry, this is Biden in uh, Vegas the other day. Look,
4: I own a couple of shotguns. I I, I I haven't shot them in a while because I used to use it make target practice, skeet shooting. And all the studies show, by the way, if you get from people get from point A to point B faster on a train than their car, they take the train. They take the train over a billion, 300 dollars. They started off making fun of it calling the Bidenomics. Well, guess what? It is Bidenomics. We have a lot more to do to put our plan is already paying off. I made a commitment that nobody making less than 400,000 bucks a year, which is way above what I ever made until I became president. <laughs> but it was look.
0: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that was a series of things edited together we're not trying to pass that off as one long sentence one was the last time you spoke a sentence that incoherent the thing about the Much less, half, a, a, do- half like a, a, dozen like a dozen of them strung back to back to back from a single speech man you gotta let go of that economics thing man that worked for obama and he said they called obamacare i want to call it obamacare because the polling showed people were liking it more and more that's not what's mm-hmm. happening with the economics <laughs> you can't say they call it bidenomics well go ahead all right, we will. <laughs> Everybody's unhappy.
3: <laughs> well, they're in a position right now where they they, they have to do that sort of thing because they have nothing else. What are they going to promise everybody a puppy? Or, or uh, I don't know. What are you going to say is Joe Biden? We're going to continue our super uh, popular immigration policies or we're going to bring you more inflation? I mean, what are they supposed to say? A puppy in every pot. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Armstrong
5: and Getty.